Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, the best podcast to break down hard-hitting dialogue such as, Hi there, Billy. Bet you didn't expect to see us hanging on the outside of your building. Here to provide analysis for that line and so much more is my friend Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? Uh, I am feeling rather excited. There's just a lot going on in my world, and now I get to podcast, which makes me extra excited. So I will try to control the speed of my voice to not go too fast. And uh, Billy is the son of Kurt Connors, right? That's, Correct. That's who we're talking about here. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him again later on as well. But yes, do uh, you got to break down the dialogue? Uh, Spider-Man in his new black suit has Kurt Connors in his hand and they're coming back from uh, Secret Wars and he's just returning him home. And Kurt Connors is healed or whatever, healed from being the lizard ever again, apparently. Again. Sure. <laughs> and that takes place in our first book we're going to talk about, which is from May of 1984. Stanley presents The Amazing Spider-Man 252 Homecoming, written by Roger Stern and Tom DeFalco, art by Ron Friends and Brett Breeding. And this book, just to remind us, James B., is going concurrently with Secret Wars, right? Yeah, so if you're reading this book here, Secret Wars 1 is out as well, and this book is out, so... Anytime Spider-Man says in the book something, you don't really know what's happened in Secret Wars because nobody has read Secret Wars yet. Crazy. Such a wild way to do things. Well, in this book, Kurt Connors and Spider-Man jump out of the portal in Central Park that they went into. Spider-Man's so happy to be home, he smooches a cop who promptly tries to draw a gun on him. So one of the themes here is, although we see Spider-Man in a black costume, these people, they see like, well, this is not Spider-Man. No one seems to know this is him. So just it keeps coming up over yeah. and over again. Yeah, well, uh, not long after they arrive, all the rest of the heroes step through the portal. Spidey uses the distraction to take Dr. Connors home, where he sees Billy and his wife. Along the way, he discovers some nifty features of his new suit. The new suit seems to react to his thoughts, giving any more information. But Peter tells the reader many times that he just has to have Reed Richards take a look at it. Like, even in the next book, he'll be like, I haven't had time yet to get Reed Richards to take a look at it. He's bringing this up over and over that the suit's crazy, but he doesn't know what's going on with it. Yeah, he's enjoying it so much. Um, once he gets back to his apartment, Peter calls Aunt May to reassure... Once, once he gets back to his apartment, Peter calls Aunt May to reassure her he's okay after being missing for several days. When he calls the black cat, she doesn't pick up. Peter steps out for a bite to eat, and the cat slips in not long after, but can't find her Spidey to tell him about her new powers. Yeah, this whole new power of hers was covered. We just did this three episodes ago in Let's Read Spider-Man 189, so we don't need to talk about her powers right. again. It was in the Spectacular series. Uh, well, after Peter eats a pizza, his insomnia gets the best of him, and he goes out for a swing. Hey, Eddie, did you happen to notice what Spider-Man ate on his pizza? It's green peppers and anchovies, things I do not want on my pizza. How about you? No, thank you. Although, well, I don't know. I guess I could go for that. I like I like some salty anchovies every once in a while. Yeah, I've changed my yeah. mind. I'm, I'm making a Spider-Man pizza sometime this week, James B. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Sure. That's interesting. I can't believe it's going to happen, but yeah. I think it's time to move on. He breaks up an arguing couple and swings them around the city in the hopes of 
making them understand it's joyful to be living in New York. <laughs> and that's the end of the book. Now, there's no fight in this book, right, James B.? The cop in the beginning does pull a gun and Spider-Man webs it. He does stop a mugging he, by, like, he shows up and says, like, stop mugging True. this person. People run off. And then he does end this these teenagers who are arguing about going on a date that uh, she wants to go see some band in concert. And he's not going to take her. And, you know, he does get involved in that. So oh, and it's a weird kind of treading water book. Clearly, they want you to read a different book, right? <laughs> Which would be Secret Wars. But we learn a lot about the black suit here. You mentioned a few things. I wanted to talk about how it can store his camera, his keys in his wallet. It just kind of like sucks into his abdomen and disappears. Uh, James B., you might be able to help me with this part. It moves in like a shadowy manner across the floor to Peter Parker. So it's like off of him in his apartment and then it comes back over. Did you see that, James B.? I didn't even notice that. I, I think that's what happens. It's very strange it's able to transform his normal clothes into a costume his black costume and then back again to his normal clothes and then he doesn't need web shooters anymore right correct it's it has its own built-in webbing yep he's he's curious like how's this working how am i have unlimited webs but it does have unlimited webs and i will tell you about its greatest feature after the next book And the next book is from June of 1984. Stanley presents The Amazing Spider-Man 253, By Myself Betrayed, by Tom DeFalco, Rick Leonardi, and Bill Anderson. Peter Parker might be able to take pictures of Spider-Man, but he's doing a bad job at a football game. According to Bugle reporter Wendy Thornton, Thankfully, a former student of Peter and brother to the star quarterback, Ray Nesters, gives Wendy the chance to get a big interview. James B., we're both teachers. Who's your most famous former student? Well, as a librarian, I get access to the entire school for everything. So I did have Sam Ochiogrosso in our school, and Sam Ochiogrosso appeared on two seasons of Kids Baking Championship. Ah, that's right. Yeah, he's been interviewed by people on the news, so it counts. How about you? Well, being an orchestra slash jazz band teacher gives me a lot more musical fame opportunities. It's probably Nate Porter. He's a bass player. I wish I could say I taught him how to play the electric bass the way he does, but really, I just gave him a platform to do his thing. He tours almost every summer with, well, his main band called Similar Kind, and he has several other bands. But this guy's got, you know, songs that have well over a million hits on Spotify that he plays on. So great job, Nate. Can't wait to hear uh, any of the new new tunes you come out with. Uh, well, back to Spider-Man. As Black Suit Spidey swings away from the stadium, uh, we return to Ray Nesters, who is caught up in a match-fixing scheme orchestrated by The Rose. Nestor's sees no way to exit the scheme, and so he has to continue to the ruse. In Forest Hills, Peter finally tells Aunt May how he dropped out of school. She is devastated. Oh, boy, good thing uh, your buddy Nate Porter didn't drop out of school, else he wouldn't be the successful <laughs> don't even, I don't even want to tell you how close that may have happened. <laughs> uh, have a few months passed by? This seems like it should be old knowledge to poor Aunt May. 
it depends Eddie how you consider time in in comic books like on one hand it was I looked this up for you it was August of 1983 when he announces he's dropping out of school so it's only been 10 issues ago but in his timeline that's probably a month maybe it's hard to like you know do the whole relationship with the black cat although since we've been reading this book Billy Connors has grown 12 years and Peter seems to have aged seven years and the book's been going on for 22 years. So what is time in comics, Eddie? What is time? At the Bugle, Wendy Thornton decides Peter can take background pictures at her interview with Ray Nesters. When they arrive, Ray is running out of the building because his brother has been kidnapped to ensure that he will follow through on match fixing for the Rose. Spider-Man follows the quarterback and helps knock some of the Rose's goons' heads. The Rose gets away, but Nestor's comes up with a way out, too. Yeah, he decides he just quits the football team and confesses to be involved in organized betting. Um, so he's, uh, he's no use anymore to the Rose. And um, yeah, he's exposed and, the rose. He uh, they wrote a full length article about what he's done. And but like the mammoths have no quarterback anymore, though, because <laughs> the guy says, are like, we need you. There's no hope without you. You know, it makes it sound like he's super important. But man, J- James B, did you really feel like these books were treading water and trying to lure us over to Secret Wars? <laughs> it wasn't that big a deal to me. How about you? You really thought they were trying to put you it there? It felt like just. Spider-Man's, you know, not really doing anything here. Go check him out in Secret Wars. Remember J. Jonah Jameson? Yes, I guess. Remember he, like, created the Scorpion? Like, Yes. And then, then he gave up his job? Right. He seems to be the publisher in this book. Am I wrong? In the newspaper article for Nestor's? Uh, Joe Robbie says, on page three, as the publisher of the Daily Bugle, you can replace me anytime you choose, but as long as I'm the editor-in-chief here, I'm going to run this newspaper my way. Ah. Was Jay Jonah the editor before, and now Joe Robbie's the editor? And Jonah's still the publisher? Jonah is the owner, right? We all agree that he owns the Bugle, too, right? And he's the publisher, yeah. Yes. But he's no longer the... I, th- I always thought Joe Robbie was the... Was he the assistant editor before? I guess I didn't think about that. So Jay Jonah really has gone nowhere. <laughs> he just is doing the same thing, even though he's quit. Kevin Ewing, you out there? Get on. <laughs> he's always... <laughs> hey, I forgot to tell you the new uh, suit's greatest features, James B. Do you know what it is? I know what it is. <laughs> I'm so excited. Spider-Man gets gassed, or around gas from the Rose, and the suit... Filters the gas. He's got a gas mask. We're done with gas, James B. That's it. And he knows it. He's like, hey, the suit must be filtering the gas. Yeah, he announces like, it during the fight. He's like, I might I would have been totally decimated by this gas, but apparently, since I'm completely unprepared for it, yes. the suit the suit must be saving me. Yeah, I've never encountered gas before. You know, it every time I forget how to deal with gas, which is hold your breath, Spider Man. We know you can. <laughs> That's it. Well, there's only one thing better than a suit that can protect you from gas, and that would be getting yourself some New York Mammoths football team playoff tickets. Eddie, they're on sale right now with a special buy one, get one promotion. It's a great time to see the game. Come see Whitey Mullins and many other stars of today at www.mammothfootball.com.
without their star quarterback, they're they're still going to the playoffs. I mean, they were already in the playoffs heading oh. into that game. That's why he was able to throw it. But uh, yeah, things aren't looking that good without him. But you could uh, get it. It's a good time to go with a special buy one get one promotion. So you could take yeah, uh, it's probably like buy one get four free or something would maybe get me there. Maybe maybe free uh, free hot dog, free uh, hamburger. No, they're, they're not giving they're not giving you products. That's oh, no. Darn, well, I, you know, I'll 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 let the next mammoth fan pick up those tickets. All right. Well, you're gonna miss out on Whitey Mullins again, which seems to be. A... <laughs> I never seem to cross paths with that guy. Darn. Because he didn't. He's on the Hudson River cruise every year. Oh, somehow we never we've never made it on that eight hour cruise with um, Tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tarantula's on the cruise. Tarantula's dead. Come on, Eddie. Keep, keep tracking. Did he stuff. fall into the Hudson River? Because if he fell in the Hudson River, we know he's not dead. <laughs> Anything else about these two books? Nope. <laughs> people want to. People want to write in, and people want to write in and tell us that Wendy Thornton's going to be a major character. How could they reach us? You could email us at letsreadspiderman at gmail or you could find us on Discord in some clever way by clicking a link below. Eddie, on your phone, like when you're looking at like the, it tells you like the information about the podcast. Just scroll down to the bottom. Every time we go to record, James B., I think, oh, I should make sure it's clear how you can find us on Discord. And then I get to this point and think, oh, I didn't make, didn't make sure that it was clear on how you can find us on Discord. Sorry, it's just a link. I mean, you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> You can cut and paste the link and send it to your computer. Or you can just click on and go with your phone. Yeah. Just join Discord. Say hi. Surprise. Ian Cooper needs someone to talk to. He does. I'm James B. Joined by... Eddie. If you're a fighting in a far-off galaxy against the X-Men and with Galactus and getting a magical, awesome costume... Convincing an arguing couple that New York is great may not be too interesting. Goodbye. Goodbye. Glad to be back on Spider-Man books, or do you, are you missing the Secret Wars already after reading twelve issues? I am glad to be back on Spider-Man because I like Spider-Man so very much. Although I've been a little underwhelmed with this concurrent running amazings. So. Got to be honest, we got to get back to the get back to Peter Parker. Yes, that is where it's all happening. It's interesting we see Felicia for a moment in these two books, but that's it. She doesn't. Well, she's appear. yeah. She's crossed over a little bit. Yeah. She cro- you know, the kingpin and her in both are in both series at once. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've got what like ten or eleven Marvel team ups. Then we got to wrap that up. Are you starting to make a list of all your favorite Marvel team ups? I've been thinking about it for at least a month, James B. Wow, I'm I've been thinking about it not at all. I'm just gonna at the last minute scramble and start skimming all the books one more time, and then. Pick a couple random ones and say, here you go. That's all I'm gonna I, I can't wait to come across as less organized with you at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs>